Hey everyone, before we start the show, I wanted to tell you about a project we're very excited about. We just created a Teespring shop. For those of you that don't know, it's uh, uh, how poor people put stuff on the internet to be sold. Anyway, uh, we got some merch from the show with some funny inside jokes and um, some stickers and all kinds of cool stuff. And uh, hopefully you'll check it out. If you go to teespring.com slash stores slash citizens guide to the supernormal, you can find any number of amazing tank tops or um, a mug with a picture of my face on it so I can silently scream at your eggs while you drink your morning coffee. Um, but yeah, go to the store and check it out. And if you enter in the promo code stay home, you'll get free shipping from now until April 30th. And please stay home. Take care of yourselves. Wash your hands. And uh, hopefully we'll all be at the bar again soon. Enjoy the show. Citizens Guide to the Supernormal. Guys, I have an urgent uh, update on uh, something I think we've all been following in the news. It's going to be romper season again soon. What? Romper season? You know, when a, when a woman wears that stupid. Um, single uh, piece bodysuit with shorts and a tank top, but it, it really just gives her a front wedgie. Only women are supposed to wear that? No, you no. Know, I've been meaning to talk to you now. about that, man. It, you really shouldn't smuggle plums. The problem is, is is they make male rompers. He's just not wearing them. He's wearing the female version still. Yeah, yeah but it, you ever it played was that on game? sale at Kohl's and it was striped. You ever played that game Ladder Golf? And you, you throw the, the string with the two balls attached to it, and it yes. kind of wraps around. Yeah, yeah. That's sort of what it looks like when you wear a romper. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you managed to split the balls right up the middle, but it's impressive. Like I said, it was on sale. It looks like one of those Newton magnet games. Like, you know, you click the magnet back and forth. <laughs> 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 it's, it's, oh, it's man. comfort. It's comfort. <laughs> It's, well, just, it's weird because when you, they start clocking, powder. they just don't stop. <laughs> and the other thing that kind of weirds me out is when you see somebody wearing a romper, you're like, you have to get naked every time you pee. Every single time. And while it's no big deal to get naked in your house, like you get naked in a bar, then you pick it up after you're, you're done peeing and it's oddly wet. <sighs> it's the worst. Wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. So you're telling me that you don't drop your pants all the way to your ankles when you go to the bathroom in, the, in like a public bathroom? It depends on how drunk I am. Like you, if I'm sober, they're going all the way down. Once I have a couple of beers in me, I'm a little shy. <laughs> That's the complete opposite of the world. <laughs> yeah, I'm not quite sure. I understand. beer gives me confidence everywhere but below my belt. Yeah. Well, all right. Uh, that's whiskey dick. It's uh, is is that the we. We'll get to that. We'll get, I mean, later. Okay. All right. So let's start the show. Welcome to the Citizen's Guide to the Supernormal. This is a podcast dedicated to the weird, unexplained, and all things sticky, stupid, and uncomfortable, like finding your grandma's favorite erotica novel behind the washing machine. My name is Saj. With me is Maynard. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of a slow burn. 
It was in the attic. <laughs> so burn. Poor Laura. Oh, man. Uh, sorry, I couldn't resist. So my name is Saj. With me is Manon. And join us, as usual, as a dedicated weird food bringer, Jordan. Listen. Fuck off. What do you got what over you, there? Yeah, what do you got over there? He's got a, he's got a, a pile of peanut butter cups. You want peanut monk cup? fruit sweet nah, chocolate bars. Uh, you know what? Fuck off. Look at these abs. I haven't had a cob since 2006. <laughs> yeah, I definitely don't have You want to punch me, but you <laughs> won't. <laughs> Dane Cook, 20 minutes. Let's go. <laughs> Best movie. Oh, man. Best movie. Okay. Um, so you can find us on Twitter. I'm at Bastard Prophet. Maynard is at Maynard Rules. And Jordan is at CG Super Jordan. The show is at C underscore G underscore Supernormal. And with us tonight is our favorite returning guest, the lovely... Miss Laura, who is uh, at nature underscore B underscore Laura. Wait, yeah. do I have to start calling her Miss Laura? I, um, thought, I, I don't know. I think it's only Miss Laura if you're nasty. Oh, I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was like a. Well, let's not. Let's not do Miss. I thought that was like a. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like a, a thing like in you. wrestling, like like you know when they get down to the ring and it's like oh it's like Miss Elizabeth and Miss Laura. <laughs> She's got you in the camel clutch. Ooh, what? <laughs> hey, what? Huh? What? You guys don't know the Iron the Iron Sheik Khamenei? Yeah, I I've mean, heard of him. Yeah, I no, I, he had a wrestling phrase. move called the camel clutch. After oh, talking about oh, the rompers again. Yes. After talking about, nasty, thinking about the rompers, the nasty miss. I'm not sure that we want to talk okay, about. Okay, well, clutch. you've made everything uncomfortable. <laughs> that wasn't super racist. The camel clutch. <laughs> well, I mean, wasn't the Iron Sheik Iranian? Yeah, no, yeah, he still so, is. Yeah, <laughs> well, I, I, I didn't know he was still alive. I didn't he, know. He's oh, on, that's right. He still got that Twitter dude, account. He's on Twitter and I Instagram. I always forget he's about hilarious. his Twitter account. He's I like that he does everything in all caps. Oh yeah. All right. Um, like, so fuck the Hulk Hogan. If you like our show, leave us a review on iTunes. We got uh, a new one. Thank you very much. Yes, Miss J. Was it right? Uh, that girl. That girl, Miss J. Miss J. Thank you, Miss J. Um, is that her name? Hold on. And if you can afford it, kick us some money on Patreon because we're broke as fuck and we need to pay for the show. Uh, let's see. What else? Oh, yeah. And uh, if you want to send us any feedback or um, naked pictures of yourself or maybe your neighbors, if you got a good enough camera, Maynard. you can send it at Citizen's Guide. <laughs> <laughs> Citizen's Guide Podcast. I attention and I thought it was the perfect moment for that. <laughs> Citizen's Guide Podcast at gmail.com. All right. Now that that's out of the way, oh. buckle up, gang. Saj has a story. And a bottle tonight. I'm very fancy. I was going to say, does Saj have a bottle opener? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Not, right. not, not a loud one, though. That wasn't, no, that wasn't very loud. Can we, can we, can we get a redo? Fucking take <laughs> Buckle up, gang. Saj has a story. <laughs> okay, stop that. Sounds like a It was music if you're pouring it sound it. sounds like the sound you hear before a haunted Victorian child comes in the room. I got a I got a I, I got a kalimba for Christmas. I haven't got to do much with it, so. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna get you one of those. I like that. You know what? I like that you chose to use a vintage instrument tonight because we got yes. a vintage story. Yeah. The year was 1925. 
That was a long time ago. The first ever motel is Almost built. Almost a hundred years. I know. And blacklight enthusiasts everywhere rejoice. Oh, and Prohibition was in full order, right? Uh, we'll get there. All right. Mein Kampf is a foreshadow the whole thing. Come on now. I'm just telling you, you couldn't drink. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Actually, I don't mention it in the history portion, yeah, so that's see? probably fine. Oh, all right. Mein Kampf is published, and suddenly the term vegetarian painter is a whole lot more menacing. <laughs> the first transmission of video and sound is transmitted over a distance of five miles. The video, a 10-minute film of a windmill, is still a better show than The Big Bang Theory. <laughs> the Ku Klux Klan holds a rally in Washington, D.C. with over 30,000 attendees. As of January 21st, 2017, this is the second largest gathering of racist white people in our nation's capital. Finally, the USS Cotopaxi, a ship named after two different kinds of sanitary napkins, disappears in the Bermuda Triangle. Period. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my face oh. is red. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Sorry. I, I couldn't help myself. Oh, man. I wish I, wish I made I that joke that last egg. month. <laughs> oh. Laura, you picked a hell of a show to come on. Yeah. What, no period jokes? No. Okay. Sorry. Well, uh, it takes the window. <laughs> <of our spirit. laughs> it's been fun. Uh, we'll see you next. We'll see you next episode. Guys, and, everybody. and now for Dick News. <laughs> <laughs> Record short episode. All right, so uh, let's talk about the USS Koto Maxi Pad. Koto Taxi. Koto Taxi. Is it Koto or Koti? Uh, I or Kotex. I look at it and I say Koto Taxi. Huh. Like SS, it was the SS Cotapax. Every time I look at it, I say, I wish you were bigger. Uh, <laughs> goes without saying, right? We're Irish. Uh, it's the name of my sex tape, actually. Uh, we're Irish? No, I wish you were bigger. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Built as part of the World War One shipbuilding program. It was launched uh, November 15th, 1918. Um, the USSB is the shipbuilding program. It just stands for United States Shipping Board. Um, it was built as a bulk carrier, um, and it was it was purpose was to help support the war effort. A lot of the times uh, that you'll hear us talk about it, it was shipping coal. Interestingly enough, the term bulk carrier has now carried over to extremely large bras. Oh. Maybe that's one of those things that we could also commandeer for, like, Urban Dictionary. Yeah, maybe. Bulk, Bulk carrier. carrier. Think about that. Okay, moving on. All right. Uh, so it arrived in Boston, a little close to home here, on December 22nd, 1918, and it was allocated to a USSB operator serving routes along the East Coast to the East Coast of South America. So it hit ports uh, up and down the eastern seaboard. That's a uh, long boat ride. Yeah, especially in like a steamship. Yeah. Yeah, and back then everybody smoked, so it probably didn't smell great. And there was probably a lot less deodorant on boats back then, too. Yeah. Plenty of sanitary napkins, weirdly enough. We'll get there. We'll get there. Mm. (laughs) 
All right. So six months after arriving in Boston, the ship suffered some major damage after running aground in Brazil. Uh, this was the first time that the ship ran into some bad luck, and it certainly isn't the last. You know, I think that's the greatest wrestling name that could have possibly come out of the show. Major damage. He <laughs> 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 fights with Sergeant Slaughter. Major damage versus... <laughs> that's major damages music. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Major damage versus the Incredible Bulk. I was going to say Isis Al, but yeah, major damage <laughs> versus the Incredible Bulk works too. Uh, all right. As a result of the damage, they dumped 400 tons of coal into. That's uh, just. They just were like, "Fuck it, let's just get rid of like 400 tons of coal into the ocean." <laughs> I can't have any negative side effects. It was like it. the Boston Tea Party, but much worse. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they dumped 400 tons of coal uh, into the the ocean. Damage to the hull and engines uh, were uh, oh repair yeah re- repair to the uh, hull and engines cost two hundred thousand dollars, which in today's money is two million nine hundred seventy thousand dollars seven hundred ninety seven dollars. Oh, one front wow. row ticket to see Madonna. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking uh, it's like a ticket at Fenway Park for. Uh, <laughs> that's that's how much it costs to buy two hot dogs and a beer at Fenway Park. Oh, you get parking for that too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but you got to park all the way down by BU. Right. Yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah. So the uh, that's like how how bad do you have to be to like run aground in Brazil with all this coal in your ship? And you're like, all right, well, uh, dump the product and the cocaine, and uh, let's blame it on the guy who was supposed to keep lookout. <laughs> <laughs> The guy who's in the look at the crow's nest. I don't like that idea at all. <laughs> uh, you guys, you guys keep picking on me. <laughs> hey, bring me the ladder. Let me down out of here. It's ridiculous. <laughs> hey, what are you doing with all my charcoal? You're drawing a picture. <laughs> it's nice to know that, that accent spans generations. <laughs> What the hell was that all about? Oh, put down your weird <laughs> harmonica. <thing. laughs> it's like if pan flutes were all percussion instruments. If you, it's like if somebody made a xylophone portable. Hey, I'm in charge of tonight's episode. It looks like a but, special guitar. <laughs> I know, huh? Hey, stop it's making like fun of me! I don't know what to do. Give me back my guitar, Steve. <laughs> All right. Uh, so in 1920, the ship entered Havana carrying coal from Charleston, South Carolina. It then collided with a tug. <laughs> I oh, when, man. I that was the I first time problem. I lost my virginity, actually. <laughs> in South Carolina? From now on, I think we need to refer to a hand job <laughs> as colliding with a tug. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it's, it's the best masturbatory phrase ever. <laughs> uh, what it's are you right do? up there with buffing your musket, flying the dolphin, <laughs> and colliding a tug. Oh, man. All right. The tug sank and the Cotopaxi wasn't seriously damaged. Both ships were found equally at fault. Um I, I just. <laughs> hey, what are the odds? My cousin's in the crow's nest. Hi, Jim. <laughs> Jim, you, you're both going down, Jim. Nice charcoal picture, Steve. 
It seems like it seems like it was probably a bad idea to keep stuffing this boat full of coal. <laughs> they keep doing it. <laughs> Maybe the boat is just really, really anti-coal. <laughs> yeah, right. The no. SS Bernie Sanders. SS, no more fracking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ask you a favor. Oh. Stop using coal. Oh man! All right, <laughs> and then and then in 1925. Running from again Charleston to Havana, like they didn't learn their lesson the first time. <laughs> with uh, with coal, the ship carrying one captain, thirty-two crew members, sent a distress signal. It was reported the ship was listing and taking on water. December thirty-first, thirty days later, the ship was listed as overdue in the port of Havana. Because <laughs> like you know, well, they're probably okay, but let's just let them go for a little bit. Yeah, and that was acceptable back then. Yeah, like if you were if you were back an hour then. late, like, yeah, you could have just been it. like, you could have been like, uh, uh, horse and buggy ran right in front of my car. It took me like two days to. I couldn't. I couldn't get the crank to start. Yeah, exactly. You know, but uh, so uh, the ship goes missing for thirty days. That just means like it was a little cold out. Yeah, I mean, like, or you know, it hit an iceberg and sank to the bottom. Well, how did the fucking Titanic sink? And like everybody knew about it instantly. And the fucking this ship carrying a bunch of coal, supposedly going to Havana, was like, "Hey, uh, taking on water, guys." Uh, yeah, this was this was six years after the Titanic went down. Like, I thought radio technology got better with time. Not like not they worse. sent out the distress signal. People were like, mm, "Calling your bluff." <laughs> Sorry, I forgot to send the signal, guys. <laughs> could, you, could you fucking imagine? <laughs> Quick, send the distress signal. Uh, yeah, it's on my list. It's, uh, I got, I'll, I'll get <laughs> back to it. Captain's the boat. I can't believe no one came to our rescue. Oh, yeah, about that. I threw the coal off the ship, and then I threw that loud squawky box off, too. <laughs> that played terrible music. All right. Well, we're all going to hell. Anyway. Why are we going to hell? Steve is a, is a brilliant man. He's just not good on ships. <laughs> Draws beautiful coal portraits. Um... All right, so the distress signal was sent, never answered, and the ship was listed as overdue 30 days later. Oh, man. That's no good. The last time... Uh, insert pregnancy <laughs> joke here. Forget it. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, I know where this is trying to go here. We went from we went from period jokes to pregnancy <laughs> jokes. I think it's a good time to... Well, you know stop. what? Honestly, when Dakota Paxi's overdue, you're probably going to have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, with that, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we're going to go to a break. Oh, man, the last time I caught a Paxi was overdue, I had to get a new job. We had to move into a bigger house. It was a problem. <laughs> we were, I was... No, he's a nice kid. You know, it was just, you know, <laughs> wasn't expecting him. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is the, the point in time where Maynard's supposed to just cut the episode. Do we, do we still have sponsors? Are we cutting to a sponsor? Yeah, I don't know. Right. We'll cut to something. <laughs> Go home, Walter, you're drunk. And we're back. 
CGS. I like it. I think we need to keep that for the show. I'm not a very good singer. So somebody, somebody else should. I'm not the one to do that. It was C-E-G. No, C-G. Why would it be C-E-G? Because those are the notes, damn it. No, where the... Citizens. So the, the podcast is... God, oh, yeah, but there's notes. If you look, it says C-E-G, sorry. All right, well, so... There's, there's no S note. I can't make an S note. Well, that's fucked up. Yeah, but there's no N I don't note, understand how N notes work. work. Do they? Why do they <laughs> stop... What, why did they pick those letters? Yeah, I know. I don't know. I don't know why there's no S note. Should we make an S note? We should like, make an S note. <laughs> do this one. There That's we go. S. That's S. <laughs> Perfect. That's Perfect. S. All right. So beautiful. Your G string is loose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the G string always goes out of tune. I don't know why. His G string is always loose. Clang. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> thanks for being Clang. So, Clang. Thanks for being real gentle with the microphone, Dick. Sorry, that was C, G, and S all combined together. All right. Uh, that was what we call a chord. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe where you come from, music boy. <laughs> all right. Uh, so I want to just finish up on the Code of Paxi real quick. Um, it wrecked on that fateful day, a tropical storm. Oh, so it wasn't month, just late. In the month of December. It, it, was, it was lost. Why are you talking I'm like throwing, we're on NPR right now? I'm going to throw it to you, Jim. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, it wrecked. Thanks, Jordan. Everybody, <laughs> everybody listen. All right. It wrecked um, somewhere off the coast of St. Augustine, Florida, uh, in the Bermuda Triangle, the Devil's Triangle. If I had a dime for every the time most, I got wrecked in St. Augustine, Florida. The, uh, you'd probably have a single dime. I would not even have that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's, the the Bermuda Triangle is like the most well known of all the triangles, but it's, <laughs> it's probably like probably shouldn't be. Uh, <laughs> triangle man, Triangle man. I don't know. Isosceles oh. is way up there. It I is. Prefer, it, it is. I prefer a nice right angle. Triangle. I mean, the Bermuda Triangle is so famous. Pythagoras wrote a whole thing about it. Yeah, uh, math joke. Mm -hmm. It's actually the only math joke I know because I'm not good at math. It, uh, I don't even know if Bermuda Triangle. It is a triangle. You know, I get it because there's three three points, but I don't know if like how it shapes. Does it shape to a, a right angle? I don't know. All right. There's a, there's someone listening who who does math. Can I think just... it's I think it's uh, an acute triangle because oh. there's a little heart on either corner. <laughs> It's so cute. <laughs> all right. Name of my sex tape. <laughs> and I brought it all back home. All right. Um, but the Cotopaxi was was uh, found in the 1980s. The, the wreck was discovered. They weren't sure which uh, ship it was. So it was dubbed the Bear Wreck. And then actually, it's the one with all the really poorly drawn charcoal most recently, pictures. Yeah. <laughs> Paint me like one of your French girls. <laughs> floating away on the waves. <laughs> My masterpieces. <laughs> it's the only ship without a radio. It's just a charcoal drawing of a radio. <laughs> There's just one single piece of charcoal found, but it's covered in like Cheeto dust. 
<laughs> Actually, I do have a question from before. You said that there was a distress signal sent yeah. out. How do they know that if nobody found them? Well, there was a distress signal sent, but it doesn't appear that anybody <laughs> looked for them. <laughs> like, wow. They're like, oh, oh, that ship's singing. That's, well, that's too bad. Like okay. the distress signal was sent, and then 30 days later, they were like, uh, ship's overdue. <laughs> like, so everyone feels the same way about this ship sinking as I felt when they canceled the show Girls? <laughs> <laughs> they canceled that? <laughs> I didn't know. It's good to know that Adam Driver still finds work. All right. So the... Uh, oh, Darth Vader's son was on Girls. <laughs> I mean, Darth Vader... Sorry, Darth Vader's grandson. You know, if I had to be around Lena Dunham for that long, Darth I'd probably Brader be pretty sounds, angsty oh, myself. God. Down, Darth Vader sounds like somebody who works for the cheese side. <laughs> <laughs> we need to open up a pizza restaurant right fucking now, and it's going to be called Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> Every, every pizza is going to be the Death Star, and it's going to have one large circle of pepperoni right in the side. <laughs> Perfect. It's, with a small with a small channel running through the middle of it. <laughs> and then a tiny hole for no reason. Uh, and the That's guy, no sausage. <laughs> uh, the, the guy who comes around to grate the cheese, <laughs> he's the same guy who worked for the Cutter Paxi. Can I... Can I interview some more cheese? Or maybe some drawing of some cheese? <laughs> oh, he's okay. the only survivor. <laughs> oh. They don't let me on boats no more, so now I make pizza. <laughs> oh, Fuck. All right. So, best chef in St. Augustine, Florida, though. So, <laughs> told you he landed on his feet. <laughs> All right. So, there were several other similar fates for sister ships that were designed uh, in the same design as the Cotopaxi. So, wait, you're saying a bunch of ships all designed by the same guy sank? Yeah. So, yeah. maybe it's maybe it's not the ship. Maybe it's the guy who made the ship. <laughs> Did uh, he make the Titanic? It's like Boeing. You know, it's all those planes. They're all just going to crash. <laughs> <laughs> just stop doing this boat. Like, hey, uh, let's hey, not do this boat anymore. Maybe okay, stop putting on. a screen door on the bottom for no reason. Three. <laughs> <laughs> uh,. I'm gonna go out and walk the dog. You want to put some glass in those portholes? No, no, no. It's a it's a artistic decision. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's as funny as a screen door in a battleship. <laughs> All right. So the Cotopaxi is one of three uh, ships that went missing out of the design. Three of them went missing. Like that. That's <laughs> just a bad omen. <laughs> like, like yeah, you lose one, you're like, all right, fine. You lose two, you're like, hmm. The third one goes missing, and you're like, there's a problem. <laughs> yeah, maybe they're really ugly ships, and everybody was like, oh, thank God that ISO is done. Marge, uh, <laughs> it happened again. <laughs> um, the Koshoda was renamed the John Tracy, listed as missing on a voyage from Norfolk to Boston, 1927. Um, it is now among the Collier wrecks in the Stellwagen ban. Stellwagen bank. Bank. Steg- yeah, thank you. You're <laughs> welcome. Reading's difficult. Uh, and the Stellwagen Bank. Um, I believe that is also where the Perfect Storm ship went down. Also carrying. <laughs> no, really? I'm not even joking really? around. I, I actually think that's where it went down. It was also carrying coal. So maybe coal's a bad omen. Oh. Maybe maybe this ship is just not supposed to be activated with charcoal. Um, <clears throat> the Cover Run also renamed the Mahakona and then sold again 
and renamed the Santa Clara under a Brazilian flag, went missing southwest of Bermuda, 1941, while on a voyage from Newport News to Rio de Janeiro. Uh, several were lost due to wartime action. Others lost due to other causes, including uh, a hurricane and striking submerged objects. Like the other ships. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, it was also the Cotopaxi was featured in Close Encounters of the Third Kind, um, where it was discovered in the Gobi Desert, apparently set there by the extraterrestrial dudes. In a movie starring Richard Dreyfus, that also starred Jaws. He had a brief cameo as oh. a police officer. Are we going to do Six Degrees of Richard Dreyfus? Because we also have What About Bob and Mr. Holland's Opus. <laughs> What about Bob is the greatest? I'm sailing. I'm sailing. <laughs> it's the greatest Richard Dreyfus movie ever made. And we're in- I'm on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, is this? <laughs> I went swimming today. <laughs> today I learned to dive. My therapist pushed me into the water. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so let's um. talk about the Bermuda Triangle real quick. Um, the Bermuda Triangle is like the more famous of. I like the bad news triangles. <laughs> Were there good news triangles? I don't know what else. Well, to call the one it. that like, they rang in the eighteen hundreds to tell you dinner was ready, right? Like, no, man, Dinah blew the horn. News triangle, yeah, yeah, that's right. a good news triangle. No, Dinah blew the horn in some places, but in other places they could only afford a triangle of iron, so they just in other places smashed it with a stick. In other places, Diana blew the highest bidder. But up, bum. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, the Bermuda Triangle, also known as the Devil's Triangle, uh, is really, really famous for... Um, is really, really famous for having bad shit happen in it. But realistically, it's not even the most famous part of the ocean that has bad shit happen in it. Uh, It covers the area between Miami uh, to San Juan, Puerto Rico, and then into Bermuda. Yeah, I would think the Pacific Ocean has seen a little bit more action, given <laughs> that we fought a war on it. Right. Well, I mean, these are like unexplained circumstances. And shocks, Sarge. Shocks. Shocks. <laughs> uh, oh, that was a good tie into Jaws, by the way. The say, the uh, yeah, hey, yeah. Pull it all back. Yep. Shark news. Hey, did you guys cover, uh, speaking of shark news, you guys cover the shark that walks? <clears throat> did we? I don't think I think so. we meant to. Did, did we? Walking I think shark? we covered it in the unreleased episode. I would just put that in your that's pocket absolute, for next episode. That, that's horrible. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. Sharks that walk? That just scares the crap out of me. Oh, I thought she was going to say she was unhappy that we didn't release an episode. Oh. Well, that hurts a little bit. <laughs> no. All right. So yeah. uh, I'm going to just continue on now. I'll that's uncomfortable. Um, so the- <laughs> No, you're supposed to talk. That's know, why we brought know, you I know, on. I know. All right. The, uh, the origins of the Bermuda Triangle, um, it really became famous in the 1950s. Uh, there was a group of uh, s- several planes that were training um, U.S. Navy pl- air flight planes. Uh, I just had a stroke. <laughs> U.S. Right. Navy propeller wing things. So uh, the earliest suggestion of unusual disappearances really came out in the 1950s in the Bermuda Triangle. Um, and it was really popular popularized there. Um, it was a group of five U.S. Navy uh, Avenger torpedo bombers on a training mission that went missing in the area. Um, Flight 19 um, would be covered again in April 1962 in a magazine 
post. They talk about it, but um, I don't think they called them posts back then. I think they were just magazines. Uh, it was in a post in a magazine. I don't know what you want. From it was only you only called it a post if you nailed it to a tree. All right, whatever. <clears throat> so they wrote the <laughs> they wrote that the flight leader slow was, burn slow burn slow burn is like, wait, the, what? <laughs> uh, they wrote that the flight leader was heard saying we are entering white water nothing seems right we don't know where we are the water is green no white he also wrote uh, <laughs> we're entering white water and then it turned green and it wasn't white anymore and that's when he got nervous so you can tell it was the 1950s Alan Eckert is the author is that, of this article is that a Mastodon song yeah right um, white water he also no, this, this is a lyrics to a song <laughs> the author of the article also wrote um, yeah, say the, that say the officials again. at the Navy Board of Inquiry stated the, the planes flew off to Mars huh oh it's a Bowie song oh, yeah. the, the planes, planes flew, flew off, off to Mars, to Mars. Okay. Uh, in February 1964, the in article, February 19. Sorry. <laughs> first, first segment he can't pay attention. Second segment he can't stop distracting the rest of us. You know, you buy. I've, Maynard, li- I've listened to every word of this podcast. You get it's what just, you get. You with buy him. Maynard a weird percussive guitar that he keeps playing during the show, and now hey. he keeps trying to write fucking music. So they they categorized it. Uh, Give me the toys. In February 19. <laughs> February 1964, they categorized it as a pattern of strange events happening in the Bermuda Triangle. Um, and then uh, several other people jumped onto that bandwagon, and that's how the Bermuda Triangle became the most famous of the bad triangles. Maybe they just stopped going there. Maybe, like, approach Cuba around. from the south. <laughs> go around you know what Bermuda I mean? yeah. to the east. Yeah. Just, just stop just going wide. Swing wide around it. If you keep losing like, stuff in the same place, like, stop going know, to that place. As the crow flies, <laughs> is just such a better route. Sometimes you just want to get there as quick as possible. Um, I think Bad or, Triangles was a bad new metal band. Wasn't yeah, it? but that's good for crows, but it sucks for boats because <laughs> uh, they can't fly. <laughs> so, <laughs> 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 all right. <laughs> This is such a terrible segment. I don't even I don't even know where we are right now. Bermuda. We're talking about the Bermuda Triangle. All right. So um, in, in flying boats. Is Richard Branson involved? There's, there's actually, <laughs> no, Howard Hughes, it's the spruce goose. <laughs> All right. Uh there are several authors who have written articles about this um, experience and how it's just no different from anywhere else in the ocean or any other major incidences happening. But people go crazy when they can't explain what happens when something bad happens, as we've discussed in several previous episodes. Yeah. And we're left to theories of why the Bermuda Triangle is so bad and things keep going missing there. Well, I have a theory about the Bermuda Triangle. It's the exact opposite of a Brazilian wax. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just because it's near Florida. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Explains so, a lot of Florida <laughs> stories. <laughs> Some of the explanations for the bad shit that happens in the Bermuda Triangle: the lost city of Atlantis is bringing is bringing about the. Oh doom. yeah. Mm-hmm. Of all of these these ships, I know that legend. Yeah, as a kid, they they pull everything down. 
Yeah, there's their magical their their magical super energy is just sucking things down to the lost city of Atlantis. Like, think, you know, what, we, like you know what Atlantis could use this beautiful utopian society. We need more burning coal. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that coal. <laughs> hey, look that ugly shit with the shitty charcoal drawings is going over it again. <laughs> Nobody bring it down here. I want the coal on it. You know what? This this piece right here would look great in my front yard. <laughs> Bring that down. Yeah, but it's like on like on like SpongeBob. You know, they can cook burgers down there with no explanation. So, oh yeah, that's know. a good point. That's you know, a good point. You don't know what's going on. Maybe it's it's like SpongeBob universe down there. You know what's kind of interesting about SpongeBob Ooh, right? that I just found out about? What? So they call they call um, where SpongeBob lives Bikini Bottom. Yeah. And in the 1950s, we had nuclear testing in the uh, Bikini Atolls. Yeah, yeah. So that's why it's called Bikini Bottom. I didn't know that. I just thought it was some weird pervy dude who was writing a show for kids. No, no. It's, I think it's underground where the nuclear testing took place. So like, yeah, that's, that's why, the idea. That's, that's why, why sponges and starfish are like talking and- Hanging out and partying and stuff. And there's a random squirrel who, for some reason, <laughs> wears a- <laughs> Space suit. Wears a space suit. <laughs> He's like, you know what? I'm going down there. <laughs> You're a bad astronaut. <laughs> <laughs> it's the other way. You're supposed to- <laughs> <laughs> The other way. You're supposed stupid. to go up, dummy. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Jordan, uh oh, we lost Jordan. We broke Jordan. He's, yeah, he's, I just, oh. I, he did all this research. <laughs> We're explaining so, SpongeBob, but it relates like, to Atlantis, it does, right? It it does. To, yeah, it's, it's Atlantis. It, okay, so Atlantis well, a, is an option. You mean you got Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy down there? I have right, to know. Right. I have to. You know, well, I, here's the thing about Mermaid he Man breathes, and Barnacle Boy. He breathes through a starfish on his nose. Also, he's a mermaid, but he's got fucking legs. <laughs> what the fuck is that all about? A reverse mermaid? Like fish top and leg? Oh, maybe he's got some gills. You know the thing that always blew my mind is that they, they say that... Um, reverse mermaids. That's 2021 trends. <laughs> reverse <kids>. mermaid. <laughs> they always thought that um, manatees were mermaids. But then when you read like... When you read like... Uh, Books about mermaids. Mermaids are always described as beautiful, and I'm just thinking, like, how ugly were the women in the 1800s? They were like that. Manatee is fucking hot as shit. <laughs> I want to throw it in there. Like, if you told anybody, like, you, you kind of look like a manatee, you'd be like, <laughs> they'd be like, what, dude? <laughs> yeah, I look like a what? I'm really not okay you with bastard. that. Is it, I'm not. I'm not okay with that compliment at all. That's like, yeah. Don't yeah, call me that. That's like a backhanded compliment. I think. I um, like cookies. It's not my fault. All right, let's let's get through this real quick. <laughs> and so, the color gray. Some natural explanations <laughs> for the Bermuda Triangle is a Gulf Stream, um, where the uh, surface maximum surface velocity of about two meters a second uh, causes boats to fucking sink. Two meters a two second. Two meters a second, really? Yeah. So it's a step. Six point six feet a second. Yeah. Huh. Wow. Two steps. Um. So, like, I'll read the, the explanation. Uh, Gulf Stream is a major surface current, primarily driven by thermohaline circulation that originates in the Gulf of Mexico, then flows through the Straits of Florida into the North Atlantic. In essence, it's a river within an ocean. Oh, uh, and oh wow. Like a river, it can, it can and does carry floating objects. It has a maximum surface velocity of about <laughs> two meters a second. I love when scientists break shit down Barney style for um, us. A small plane making a water landing or a boat having engine trouble can be carried away from its reported position by the current. Huh. So basically, it's just water currents. Yeah. But it's a current within the ocean. That like occur, that literally current. occur all over the ocean. Yeah. It's, it's but not, the Gulf Stream is a major one, though. Yeah. 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 Doesn't that go all the way up to, like, Europe? It goes, well, I think, yeah, it goes all the way up to Europe. The yeah. North Atlantic, yeah. 
Yeah, so, so like it's Great Britain from Florida, remember... like so from Me- from Mexico to Florida to the North Atlantic. Yeah, yeah. I anyway, so uh, <laughs> this one they kind of copped out on human error because <laughs> like, <laughs> like let's let's talk about all these like wonderful explanations like oh like like mega waves and yeah, you gave Gulf me that streams. like massive scientific explanation and then then like or um crow's nest joe yeah, right. hi everybody uh-huh. i'm the captain look over here. okay <laughs> now i'm the captain <laughs> look at me look at me i'm your captain <laughs> <laughs> what is that from uh, oh that was that movie, that movie um, with tom, tom hanks. hanks i've taken over 36 boats i haven't found tom hanks yet he's <laughs> bullshit uh, All so, I've ever seen is the screen grab of the guy pointing to us like, I'm your, look at me, I'm your captain. <laughs> yeah. It's the one the Somali Captain Pirates. Phillips, it's called. Yeah, right? something like that. All right. Um, so yeah, human error, violent weather, and, and there's like this mega wave. I forget the actual term for mega it. Mega wave. Yeah, but it's it's like basically- not a tsunami. It's, well, it's like a- it, No, because it happens within the middle of the ocean. Yeah, and it peters um, out before it comes anywhere near land. But, oh. but what ends up happening is it ends up- being this wave uh, that they've actually been able to recreate inside um, like water parks. Pools. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> How fucking awesome would it be if you were like, you were like, yeah, you know what? Uh, kids, wife, why don't you go have fun? I'm going to go uh, fill out some life insurance paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> Waylon Park. I created a mega wave once. It was in a mm-hmm. wading pool in Disney. So uh, <laughs> had a couple of margaritas, knocked my kid out clean. <laughs> so uh, it's but the the wave itself um, maybe it's a super wave I don't know I don't know I Either think way, mega wave sounds more scientific sure right we'll and, go with it and more sci-fi uh, like channel. when they found a bigger shark they would just call it uh, let's just call it Megla- megalodon megalomite megalodon. No, no, no. megalodon I love it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like why are you naming after Don shut up he said it first shark. <laughs> sharks in there it's a uh, it's megalodonald. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for naming a shark after me. It's the greatest shark ever. <laughs> greatest shark in the world. Best um, shark. They also they also talk about like downdrafts um, and and other like violent weather situations that happen. And but again, weather happens I, everywhere, so it's. I like the downdrafts on Friday night. Um, <laughs> and then so other notable incidences that happened in the 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 only notable incidences that happened in the. Uh, Bermuda Triangle. Besides spring break. The <laughs> <laughs> the Ellen Austin supposedly um, came across a derelict looking ship. Um, derelict. That they uh, they found in 1881. Um, the ship was actually lost in 1854. Um, and basically uh, the the derelict ship they found went missing. The crew members abandoned ship and the thing survived. My favorite stories are of ghost ships. I love hearing about them. Like ships that like everybody abandoned. They're like, no, 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 it's going to sink. And the ship's like, fuck you, I'm going to sink. I'm like going to go- Italy. The at the end when the ship comes out? Yeah. yeah. <gasps> love it. So um, A pirate ship. <laughs> the single largest loss of life in the, in the history of the USS Navy um, was the USS Cyclops. And it was not a combat occurrence uh, the USS Cyclops was carrying a full load of manganese ore um, well that's what happens when you name a ship after the shittiest X-Men where do we get the job to name isn't it, ships guys that's isn't awesome. it ironic that the USS Cyclops only had one engine in this voyage <laughs> 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 um, oh, was he crawl 
That's uh, the last time I let you name a ship. Full load of manganese ore with one engine missing. Uh, went missing manganese. without a trace. 309 crew members died. That's sad. Um, 309? Holy shit. Uh, sometime after March 4th, 1918, uh, after departing the island of Barbados. Nothing good ever happens in Barbados. Have you seen Pirates of the Caribbean? That's an excellent point. Um, Clearly, the admirals who sent the Cyclops down, they hadn't seen it either. There's no strong evidence for a single theory. Uh, many independent theories exist, blaming storms, um, capsizing waves, wartime activity, etc. Um, but there is, they never found the uh, USS Cyclops, so there's no proof of whatever actually happened to it. Um, mm. All right, we should um, we should go to break. I'm just going to get through a couple of these, and then we're going to go to Dick News, honestly. That's so. the name of my sex tape, too. All right. Okay. Uh, um, <laughs> let's... Uh, so. <laughs> Let's go to break, and then we'll come back, and we'll finish. We'll do a couple of theories, and then we'll do dick news. All right. Yeah? All right. All right, love it. <laughs> Welcome back to CGS. Thanks, my Greg. Is, my name is Jordan. My name's Vanessa Paulson. <laughs> you good? You've created a monster. We've we've come. Hey, back. you're the one who brought it into the house. Yeah. We've come back from the break, and uh, now just to catch you up, if you haven't been listening, <laughs> N- next show I'm going to plug in my guitar and just. We talked about. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> we talked about the USS Cotopaxi and its tragic accident off the coast of Florida. And we also talked a little bit. Okay, about stop. Yeah, I, I just <laughs> want to go to bed. All right. All right. So uh, we talked about the Cotopaxi. We've talked about a little bit of the Bermuda Triangle. Um, if you got any of that in the last 30 minutes, um, congratulations. <laughs> Thanks for sticking with it. Sorry, we went off on a tangent, and as you're we always tr- do. You're a trooper. The only thing that I got out of that was we're going to open up a pizza shop and sell <laughs> death it has to happen. And it sell uh, Death Star <laughs> pizzas. Hey, Tie Fighter breadsticks. I find your lack of cheese disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are these pizzas gluten free? <laughs> <laughs> All the calamari are just called Akbas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> So uh, we talked about the uh, Flight 19 in the Bermuda Triangle. It was the um, Avenger torpedo bombers that were missing. And the Cyclops, the Sinky Cyclops. The Sinky <laughs> Cyclops. It's really not funny. 309 sailors, seamen, if you will. <laughs> I kill a lot more seamen than that every fucking day. Uh, truth. Anyway, the uh, so we talked about the Sinky Cyclops, the <laughs> the bombers. Uh, That's gotta be a sex act somewhere. Sinky Cyclops. <laughs> like, it's just a guy who can't stop burying his. <laughs> <laughs> if you accidentally come in a girl's eye in a swimming pool. <laughs> Is that an Urban Dictionary? That's, that's a good one. That's good. What's the Urban Dictionary there? She's going to go into wow. water and get it off her ass. Sinky Cyclops. File save. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. We lost Sarge. I guess now's the best time to start talking about other stuff. Um, 
we found there was like the ice hammer from the one of the first episodes. What, what was the one? <laughs> what, what were the ones from the uh, half buried flashlight? flashlight. Half buried flashlight. Putting the yeah. tangerine in the geologist yeah, hammer. The tangerine geologist hammer. Yep. All right. We've got uh, quite an uh, urban dictionary. We, we haven't had an urban dictionary edition in a while, so that's good. That's we're, true. We're, we're taking it back. All right. Uh, five masted scooter. <laughs> 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 Son of a bitch. <laughs> that's when five guys bang the same girl. Oh boy! Yeah, it's yuck. All right, so the- <laughs> <laughs> just lay on top of her, <laughs> but staggered so all five of their boners invisible. <sighs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> all right, uh, the Carol A. Deering incident. This involved, is the content people tune in for. Involved a five-masted schooner built in 1919. The Carol Deering was found. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> all right. All right. Ready? Get it out. The Carol f- is the worst porn name ever. The, Just- the Carol Deering was found hard aground <laughs> and abandoned on the Diamond Shoals near Cape Hatteras, North Carolina. On- Hatteras. All right. Cape, Cape Hatteras? Hatteras? Really? You've fuck? never heard of Cape Hatteras? Whatever. It's that's literally that's where, like every where every hurricane yeah, touches where every hurricane goes. Come on. Cape Hatteras. There you go. Do you ever watch the Weather Channel? No. Do you well, not? Are you, well, you uh, not subscribe uh, right, to the Church so, of Jim Kintori? So <laughs> the Carol Deering was found hard aground and abandoned at the Diamond Shoals near Cape Hatteras, North Carolina, January 31st, 1921. Rumors and more at the time indicated that Deering was a victim of piracy, uh, possibly connected to the illegal rum running trade during Prohibition. Maynard. He's, he's, uh, <laughs> I know. Isn't it perfect that I start talking about Prohibition and he leaves the room? Yeah, well, he, he had to, uh, he had to exile the pussy. Whoa. Name your sex tape? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm usually exiled from. Oh, right. In that situation. All right, so uh, I, I, I had a small cat that was overly affectionate at the moment that I need to get rid of. That's right, you missed overly uh, affectionate pussy. You said prohibition. Not usually a problem that I have. <laughs> well, it was also incredibly hairy, and it had white hair. So, <laughs> <laughs> call back to <laughs> call back to my feelings about Har- Helen Mirren. The Carol A. Deering, uh, five-masted schooner. <laughs> <laughs> out of ground uh, built, built in 1919 was found hard aground the Diamond Shoals near Cape Hatteras North Carolina January 31st 1921 uh, rumors and more at the time indicated the Deering was a victim of piracy possibly connected with the illegal rum running during Prohibition as Maynard so aptly called out during our beginning yeah that's just that's story. when that yeah that's when that took place uh <laughs> <laughs> Invo- it possibly Terrible involved time. another ship called the Hewitt, which also disappeared roughly around the same time. Was it the baby uh, Hewitt or the full-grown one? Uh, I'm going to go with the full-grown one. Okay. Um, an unknown steamer sailed near the light ship along... <laughs> I believe it was from Cleveland. ...the track of Deering and ignored all signals from its light ship. Uh, speculated the Hewitt may have been a mystery ship possibly involved in the Deering crew's disappearance. So an, a disappearance of the um, the crew of the Carol A. Deering... Never found the ship. So was the found. crew's gone. Yeah. The ship was found. Yeah, and the Hewitt was also gone, but may have been possibly taken by pirates, and then the crew. Yeah, they could have yeah. just stripped it and renamed it, whatever. Whatever. But anyway, yeah. so the Carolee Deering um, crew vanished. Ship found. 
I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I I already have my own theory about the uh, Bermuda Triangle. So, uh, and it's not the it's not the opposite of a Brazilian wax this time. It's actually a square. <laughs> no. All right, uh, and I got one more. Um, so we again, we've already talked about um, Flight Nineteen. We've talked about Cotopaxi. We've now talked about Carol the Earring, the Cyclops. Um, so I want to talk about the KC. 135 Strato Tankers. Strato Tankers. Those are the tankers that fly across. They actually fly, some of them fly out of Westover, Massachusetts. Um, On August 28th, 1963, a pair of U.S. Air Force KC-135 Strato Tanker aircraft collided and crashed into the Atlantic 300 miles west of Bermuda. Uh, Some writers say that while the two aircraft did collide, there were two distinct crash sites separated by over 160 miles of water. Um, research has showed that unclassified version of the Air Force investigation report revealed that debris fi- field defined in the second crash site was examined by a search and rescue ship and found to be a massive seaweed and driftwood tangled in an old buoy. But there's still a conspiracy that the stratotankers actually have crashed in two different locations and the Air Force is covering it up for some reason. I feel like if I was going to cover something up, I wouldn't be like... They crashed into each other. I'd be like, they disappeared. Like, why would they be Vanished. like they crashed, but they crashed into each other, well, not separate? That, hap- that happens a long. That happens all the time. Like, two airplanes cried, collide during like a training. I know it just sounds dumb to me. Like, they already crashed the plane. That's the bad part. We don't care how they went down. I don't know. So, uh, one thing I will say about the Cotopaxi uh, is, at one point, it was uh, a ship had sailed into Cuba. Um, and it was said that the Cotopaxi had basically ghosted its way into, into Havana years later. And, uh, that was also a, a hoax. Um, they, they had no proof that it was the Cotopaxi. Um, a ship did go in there. Uh, I don't know if it was manned or not. I didn't really get into it because it wasn't the one we were looking for. Uh, the Cotopaxi was found the crash site again, like I said, in the 1980s, but it was, uh, as of January, 2020, decided that the Cotopaxi was actually found at the bottom of the Atlantic next to St. Augustine, Florida, about 35 huh. miles off the coast. Um, and it's actually going to be talked about on a TV show. Oh, um, like a fancy discovery channel TV show or something like that. So question, how do they get it from the Gobi desert back into the Bermuda triangle? Uh, aliens. Oh, all right. Well, that sums it up. Yeah. Is it, it's on discovery or I, I, I could tell you, I have to look it up. Um, are we ready for National the Geographic? Maybe it's on. All right, because there's a great thing on history about Yetis in Russia recently. Oh. Yes, sir. <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh well, then you're gonna love Dick News. Hold on, hold on. I thought we were gonna do theories. No, well, we can, but I mean, I think we all agree that the uh, the Cotopaxi sank. Is yeah. just nonsense. Oh no, I think it. I mean, it's pretty much every fucking every every place in, in like in any ocean ever. Sorry, I had to. I had to. No, just keep crinkling. Go ahead. Well, I needed a Kleenex. I got a runny nose. Don't no, be a dick. That, it's good that Maynard can just cut this right out. Yeah, don't be a jerk. <laughs> I'm going to fucking steal Tissue that. <laughs> From now on, when I empty, I want you to leave that in the garage so when I empty a house, I can just play it as I walk in. <laughs> All right. We made a great decision pushing the cat out, I guess. So yeah, he's really going for it right so now. So theories, right? <laughs> I, I'm I'm pretty sure we like I, I think everybody could probably agree that 
as far as yeah, the Bermuda Triangle is just bullshit. It's just it's just something. just a place where ships sink, which is the entire ocean. Yeah, I, well, and one of the <laughs> one of the things I didn't touch on, um, there was an author who basically came out with a bunch of points. Um, who's like, yeah, the Bermuda Triangle is basically everywhere else in the ocean ever. The number of ships and aircraft reported missing was not significantly greater um, than any other part of the ocean. Uh, in an area frequented by tropical cyclones, the number of disappearances that did occur were, for the most part, never disproportionate uh, and mysterious. Uh, furthermore, um, they often fail to mention storms or even represent the disappearances having happened in calm conditions when meteorological re- records contradict them. Um Etc. Etc. Et well, I think what it really comes down to is the reason that you notice something happening in the Bermuda Triangle is because everybody's paying attention to it. Because somebody said, "Oh, you know, this is a place where a lot of ships go down," so people pay attention to it and they dig it up. But if you isolated any other part of the ocean, right, where there was people and there was a large population nearby, I think you're going to find that there was probably an equal or greater than amount of of sunk ships so uh also interesting to note in a 2013 study the worldwide fund for nature uh identified the world's 10 most dangerous waters for shipping and the bermuda triangle was not even listed in that list so really yeah wow huh that's pretty interesting so i like it all right um since we've been dragging on forever let's go in uh let's go let's get right into the touch on some dick yeah can we get a dick new song? So, Maynard? do you guys want to start out with? I mean, we we briefly talked about the three. Give me two notes. That was a lot more than two. Dick oh. news. Okay, let's just go. He's. I created <laughs> a monster. Right. It's my fault. These things are not in the right order of like octaves or anything so it's, it's very difficult to tell like uh, what you're actually going to get do you guys what do you guys want to just like rip through it i'll just i'll just jump into it or do you guys you want to rip which? through dick news i've all got right, three right, stories right. here wow. i mean we'll go with ladies choice i've got uh give me a five mastered scona stat i've got what's bigfoot's dick like oh bigfoot's dick it, let's go whiskey dick real and uh 150 unsolicited dick pics are bringing women artists together no stories about dick pound huh all right yeah, what the hell? Where's the Dick Pound stories? You know what? That would be that would make us basic bitches. Laura, yeah. do you want to? Do you oh, want you want me to pick? pick? Yeah, I want you to pick one. Let's do the Bigfoot one. Bigfoot stick. Yeah, it smells like Bigfoot stick. Um, <laughs> all right. So there's uh, an old Tool song called Maynard's Dick. From the culture and arts section, what's Bigfoot's dick like? And other questions uh, inspired by Denver Riggleman. Um, sorry, say his that, name. That's an actual that's a, someone's wow, name. That's not a, is it a place or a name? Uh, Denver Riggleman is a person. And I will get into who he is in just one second. Oh, he is, cool. he is All right, the, listening, listening. the less successful Indiana Jones. In what state? <laughs> in what state? In what state does all this this story occur in? Uh, well, we got a guy named Denver, so I'm going to say Washington. Washington State, okay. Montana. Montana. Nebraska. On Sunday evening, Leslie Cockburn. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> what? Rife with beautiful names. A Democratic candidate for the U.S. House race in Virginia. God wow. damn it. Accused her Republican opponent, Denver Riggleman, of cavorting with white supremacists and having a hard-on for Bigfoot. Oh, my God. I remember this story. 
Yes, that Bigfoot, six foot nine, hair in all the right places and everywhere else, so emotionally unavailable, he's rumored to not even exist. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fucking great article. I mean, Bigfoot's, Bigfoot's not even an NBA center. That's disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> it's demon dick all this over again. This was from July 2018. So this is two years old, by the way. Um, but I just I saw it and had to talk about it uh, on Twitter. Cockburn publicly accused Riggleman of being a devotee of Bigfoot erotica, sharing a not safe for work drawing of Bigfoot's bod that Riggleman apparently posted on his Instagram account. However, the drawing's main event, the Sascock, <laughs> <laughs> uh, is censored by a hefty black box. What we need to do is we need to make a T-shirt, and it's going to be a, a rooster. With like Bigfoot like properties, and we're gonna call it the Sascock. <laughs> can we just can can we just jot that down to add to the other T-shirt ideas that we have? <laughs> we have so many T-shirt ideas. We gotta get on Teespring soon. Uh, the tweet, which quickly went viral, raised more questions than it answered. In particular, one big hard probing question <laughs> sprung to mind: uh, What's your dick like, homie? What are you into? Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, Is that Bigfoot? the exact question, huh? Anyway, Sounds like he's into a lot of lonely women on the Appalachian Trail. <laughs> oh, God. That, you guys want to hear the description of Bigfoot's dick? Please. Is it corkscrew shaped like a duck? Uh, writer Robin North's erotica, Bigfoot Depravity, provides some additional details describing the member in question as a solid rod of pain <laughs> <laughs> featuring a vein-covered shaft of solid meat and bloated, a song? and bloated bell end. <laughs> a bloated bell end? Yeah. Chuck Tingle, what is going on here? <laughs> a prolific erotica writer. I mean, his parents set him up for that. <laughs> There's really only one or two ways you can go with a name like Chuck Tingle. You're either going to be a music teacher in an elementary school or you're going to be an erotica writer. Oh, my God. Profli- <laughs> prolific erotica writer behind works like Pounded by President Bigfoot and Bigfoot Pirates Haunt <laughs> <laughs> what, what is going on? We don't even Why know he exists this? and he's already winning fucking elections? Added, this is insane. Added in an email to HuffPost. Sometimes there is fur on it, but it's mostly bare. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Sasquatch has big... Oh, furry dick? That's gross, Sasquatch dude. has big dick energy as posted in this picture below. Fuck. <laughs> It just oh looks like he's got Lord. another arm. It's a baby <laughs> he's making arm. a fist. It's a, it's a kickstand. Can I see that for a second? Why does his dick Why? have a bicep? No, I don't want you to make my iPad <laughs> sticky. Dude, there's a fucking there's a bicep. He's got Popeye's forearm. Yeah, but what the hell is he doing with it? Like, <laughs> Why does it look? Why does the tip of Bigfoot's dick look like a four leaf clover? It's- you think Bigfoot eats a can of spinach and instantly gets hard? <laughs> and it's got one testicle on here, but the shading's all fucked up, so it looks like it's concave. Good Lord. You're really examining in that dick right now. I'm just, I want to know what I'm up against, all right? <laughs> you, you can all compare. Um, all right. Bigfoot's dick is longer than my actual leg. Someone adjusted the picture to have Bigfoot be a little bit more Irish. <laughs> See, that's more accurate. Yeah. Uh, that would That's if Bigfoot is from the county of Tipperary. Oh, these are just a bunch of other people adding them. Oh, that is so uncomfortable. Oh, oh, oh look what's peeking underneath the shorts. Oh, I'm going to link this article into our Twitter post. Please I, link it. Oh, sweatpants boner. Sweatpants boner. Oh, Lord. All right. All right. I'm done. Um, 
So listen, well, I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna link. This it's also one. the name of my sex tape. I'm actually gonna link this one because you know I I say that I'm gonna do things and I never do. Can somebody just remind me to put this on Twitter, please? All right, put it on uh, Twitter. I'm gonna give it to Maynard since it's his house. You get 150 unsolicited dick pics uh, and feminism or uh, whiskey dick. What? Those are your two you choices. <laughs> feminism uh, we'll, we'll, or whiskey dick? We'll go whiskey dick. All right. Is whiskey dick real? And here's what to do if it happens to you. Go I'm to not, bed. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> take, he's about to take copious notes. <laughs> go to Taco Bell. <laughs> go to bed. Uh, Fourth meal. Do not drive. <laughs> First of all, do we think whiskey dick is real? Yes. I I don't think it would. I don't think that phrase would exist if it wasn't. Or. Oh yeah, and probably yeah. Right. Of course, it's real. It's not like it's a vaccine or something. Okay, so uh, a few men of drinking age have experienced some performance challenges after a night of heavy drinking, whether they either struggle to get an erection or reach climax. I'll tell you right now. I mean, where I struggle ladder, in performance is I'm a terrible driver. <laughs> when you're drinking? <laughs> uh, you're a great parallel parker when you're... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I always bring a designated driver, but I always wind up parallel parking for him. <laughs> um, it, in the moment, it feels like your body has, your body has cut power to your penis. <laughs> I'm glad you corrected that because I don't want my buddies <laughs> cutting power to my penis. Um... It's my brain's way of saying, hey, you're not sober enough to use this responsibly. Um, you know what? I wish that mine did that. <laughs> there are a number of moments I wish I could take back in my life. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't really think your brain has anything to do with it at that point. It's just, it's just animal ne- necessity. Your body's like, well, I feel really good about myself. And this person is willing to let me do it. So this guy, this guy claims that it takes like twenty-five to thirty minutes to get fully hard instead of ten to fifteen. Like when you when you have whiskey dick. I don't know. I'm hot right now. What? Why would it? Why? Oh, Lord. Wait, wait, wait. So it's saying when you when you're just like run of the mill, just regular, it takes you ten to fifteen minutes. I've never to get to fully get, hard. Is, yeah, that's wow. what he says. If it takes ten to fifteen minutes, it's not happening. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> What, what She's it? usually changed her mind by that. <laughs> Is that supposed to say seconds? Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. We're not talking about how long sex lasts. <laughs> no, that, yeah, I know. That. After 10 hey, to... Hey, it's all in the same. If know? it's not hard at 10 to 15 minutes, we're just watching Downton Abbey. <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's the old lady in Downton Abbey? <laughs> Maggie Smith. <laughs> Yahtzee. <laughs> And now we're all hot. <laughs> <laughs> Something about sour British ladies. I don't know. Oh, Her and dear. Margaret Thatcher can get it. Oh, boy. <laughs> so um, why does it happen? Uh, apparently, you. Uh, I don't know. Something about blood capillaries. Move on to the next one. <laughs> We've had our fun with this. <laughs> Science is over. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm not going to read through it. It's kind of a boring article. I, just, I really just wanted to make some dick jokes. <laughs> That's why we started this podcast. Um, yeah, if, it, if, it, if it takes you 10 to 15 minutes to like... You're still on to the like, 10 to 15 No, minutes. if it takes you that, please add us because I, I, I'm... I'm and hang just, on a second. I want to know how they knew that it takes 25 minutes. 
who is that dedicated? When I'm drunk, <laughs> it's, it's I'm like, uh, you know what? Let's just go get Chinese food. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, right, I've had seven shots of whiskey. I've noticed it's taking 10 minutes longer to get that thing going. <laughs> That's the last time I let made it in my house with a six-pack and a stopwatch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Usually when timing I'm- me, not you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not a race. <laughs> it's, it's, a it's, a, it's a marathon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, get to the next one. Let's go. All right. Uh, usually when I'm drunk and I make bad decisions, it's Taco Bell. <laughs> All right. Um, how 150 unsolicited dick pics are bringing women artists together? See, and everybody says dick pics are bad. Uh, it's this uniting woman is the world. In front of a wall of literal dick pics. <laughs> it's. Ongoing harassment many women seeking men endure on dating apps across the internet is exhausting. Well, yeah. I mean, I've gotten dick pics and I'm not a chick. And I've made it abundantly clear that I'm heterosexual. Uh, do women like being called chicks? I don't think, I don't think they're really that concerned For about it. Clarification. I, I, I don't mind. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, it's good. Yeah. I just was curious because I don't is want... It, is that the equivalent to dude? Yeah. All right. Dude, no, if you already if you already know the woman, I think it's okay to say that. But if it's some, let me correct stranger, it. No. I wouldn't like. Uh, I wouldn't <laughs> like getting a dick pic, and uh, I'm not a female person. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like I've li- on Twitter. I've gotten a DM, and it was this French Canadian dude who could barely speak English, and he sent me a picture of his dick, and I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> Bro, you picked up this on the wrong signals. This is unwanted. You picked up on the wrong signals. Uh, so the presumptuous pickup lines, aggressive responses to rejection in hashtag not all men and evangel. What the fuck? Evangelism. Uh, and the most potent of all unsolicited dick pics. Years ago, the penis photo we did not ask for was horrifying anomaly. Today, the dick pic is everywhere. A sinister reminder of sex. A sister reminder of sexual harassment's gross ubiquity. Uh, I mean, this shit drives me crazy. There are people out there who still don't think this happens. The screenshots are everywhere. I've never sent an unsolicited dick pic, but that's because you can't see it unless I'm really, really focused on it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so uh, dick pics have become the norm. Um, There is a woman who, Whitney Bell, who has explained that uh, she didn't ask for this as an exhibition of 150 real unsolicited dick pics received by the artist and other women being displayed in a gallery furnished to look like your best friend forever. The lesson we learn here is if she's got some quotes about, you know, Georgia O'Keefe in a bio, don't send her a dick pic because she's going to turn it into art. Maybe like just wait for a woman to request it. And at that point, you know that most women don't request them. Yeah. So. No, they don't. No. Like there's nothing really redeeming about a penis. Like no, it's just there. It dangles after the. You know, though, I gotta say, after seeing some of Bigfoot's uh, uh, embodiments, <laughs> I wouldn't mind it. You know what I mean? I just want to know what it feels like. Me? Am I the only one? All right, all right, fine. But no, seriously, don't send your dick pictures to anyone. Yeah, like, unless I- they ask. If she wants to see a dick, you're probably gonna meet each other first. 
You you think right? Like, I don't know how dating apps work because I you know my penis is basically dead. But like I think well, for I mean, the most it part, might as, it might as well be at this. If point. women want to see your penis, they want to see it up close in real life. They want to be like, "Hey, can you send me a poorly lit photo of you trying to struggle that thing into a boner?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, as uh, as you as you talk about your penis being dead, I just <laughs> I just keep flashing back to CPR, and I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not giving I don't want you to give out. me CPR on my penis, please. <laughs> <laughs> please don't do that. How do it you, is the opposite of what I want. How do you revive a dead dick? <laughs> well, it's not whiskey, apparently. <laughs> Lesson learned. You think, you think Bigfoot gets whiskey dick? No, he, no, I don't <laughs> think so. I don't think Bigfoot drinks. <laughs> he carries around a flask of maple syrup. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, I'm a little shy. I just had a whole flask of maple syrup. <laughs> this thing's not getting hardened anytime soon. Well, I think we've about covered dicks for the night. Uh, I think it's time for us to go. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. And since we don't have Jesse here, I'm just going to say, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. <laughs> Big, 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 you got at least 30 minutes, so why don't you go take a walk? <laughs> <laughs>